Hi, and thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Donna Carrick of uh, Dead to Rights, the podcast. And I'm here today on behalf of the Maydams of Mayhem to introduce you to Rosemary Aubert, the author of Don't Forget You Love Me and many other books and um, also books of poetry. And Rosemary has a story titled The Phone, which will appear in In the Spirit of 13 by the Maydams of Mayhem, which will be coming out in fall of 2022. Thanks for joining us this morning morning, Rosemary. It's such a pleasure to see you. It's great to see you too. How have you been weathering uh, our late spring? Uh, (laughs) Somewhat disappointed, but still hopeful. Yes, yes, you got to stay hopeful, don't you? You really do. Um, Now, tell me about your story. It's called The Phone. And it features a, um, a lady by the name of Matilda. And it strikes me as quite a creepy story. So without giving away too much of the plot, tell us what you can about it. Well, it's a story in which a machine is in power, uh, in, the, in the power of a, wait a minute, I got to say this right. A machine is really dominating a person. And it comes from a fear of machines. <laughs> if you think about a machine that you're operating, say you have your car, and all of a sudden your car decides you're just not going to do what you want it to do. Which mm-hmm. I know. But uh, this story tells the extreme of that. If a machine actually uh, takes over. And uh, I, when I wrote it, I didn't. I just started to write. I didn't even have the intention of what I was doing, but all of a sudden, the story took over, and mm-hmm. I thought, "Okay, well, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about being in the control of something other than yourself." Yes. Yes, which is a, it's a very broad sweeping theme of wanting to remain independent of things, but in particular technology, which um, really does seem to be dominating us in many ways these days, doesn't it? Well, you know, I was sort of shocked because uh, in a way I haven't been as up to date with what's going on in the world of writing as I had been. And just, just being away for a tiny while, I can see already that the technology is getting more and more and more powerful and mm-hmm. therefore, for me personally, more and more frightening. Yes, yes, I think it is for a lot of people. Um, even what we're doing right now, these Zoom meetings and Zoom conferences and interviews, um, there's something we wouldn't have even dreamed of prior to COVID. No, we, we couldn't even imagine it. And it seems to me that if you get into any kind of a situation, that you could not imagine. You're in a situation of danger. Yes. What the story is about. Yes, yes. And the other thing is, our group, the Maydams of Mayhem, most of us are friends as well as colleagues. And uh, I miss seeing you in person. I miss going for a coffee and and meeting you and bringing a book along and (laughs) meeting Doug. And, you know, I miss all that. And, And it's like the technology really is replacing an awful lot of that, isn't it? It's breaking my heart to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about, I suppose it's about getting old, but you don't realize what you depended on until all of a sudden it's gone. It's not there anymore. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we have to get safely to where we can meet again. Um, you know, I, that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Can you mm -hmm. tell me about uh, the painting in the background uh, behind you? I'd be happy to. This is a painting by my husband, Doug Pruden. And this is a painting in a particular place in Scotland that he has been to many times. And the interesting thing about this place is that in the painting and in reality, there's tons and tons of low water. But in reality, also, the water is seasonal. So if you go at a certain time of year, there's no water. There's no waterfall. There's no river. There's nothing but rocks. So the important thing about this painting, for me anyway, is that it's at a certain moment. At the end, in that moment, it's wonderful. When that moment is past, it's just a bunch of rocks on a hill. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the greenery and the water, the rapidity of the water, it's its really quite striking. It's really... Yeah, it's, it's all real. I, I, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's all real. It's not a fantasy in any way. But mm -hmm. it is a moment. It's a moment. And sometimes... Well, this is why I like short stories, because short stories are about a moment. Mm -hmm. As you know, I've written a lot of novels. Mm -hmm. and wonderful and I love working on novels but a short story is about a moment and that to me is very precious and yes. Very yes I agree it captures a spray of thoughts yeah. right in that time and uh it can't really be replicated at any other time that's what I somebody right. called it brain droppings you know <laughs> it kind of is I, I really like that good yeah, and that's one of the things I love about our anthologies, and uh, even more so poetry, even more so poetry. And you've written a yes. lot of poetry. Yes, I have. And to me, poetry is like, the, I don't know how to put it, but it's like a, a, a magic gift. It's not something that you can say, oh, I'm going to write a poem today. Um, no. It's not something you say, I have an idea for a novel. I'm going to work on it in my mind. It's not like that. It's instant. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's the same for all poets, but for me, it's, it's there and then it's gone. And uh, it's great. Yes, yes, it really is wonderful. Tell us the titles of some of your novels and uh, poetry books, please. Well, um, the novels are uh, mostly in the Alice Portal series. And one of them, the most recent one was Don't Forget You Love Me. And uh, <laughs> I, I liked that. Uh, the poetry, I just, um, I'm trying to think. Sometimes I have so many books in my mind, I can't. I know. Of. You had Midnight on the Midnight, the Midnight Boat to Palermo, I think. Good stories. Yeah. And then there was the one about uh, the prison as well. And you also had, um, yeah, you had a book of poetry about, about Sir Isaac Newton. Oh, yes, indeed, I did. Yes, I, I really enjoyed working on that. That was, I can't remember the title now. Um, that was fairly recent, the one about Isaac. Yes, yes that, was, that was a gorgeous book of poetry. I love that one. We'll have to get the title and post it in the show notes below. And the other one was um, your story about... Uh, about um, yes, the light entry was about, well, her <coughs> nickname was Sissy. 
That's and, what I was trying to come up with. Sissy, thank this, you. And she was a historical figure, a tragic historical figure. As a matter of fact, I must say, um, this is not, you know, what I ordinarily say in an interview, but the light in Trieste strikes me as really my, <clears throat> sorry, really my best book. It's very complicated. It's historically accurate, which is a, a, something that a novelist has to do and not do. But mm. I did a lot in that book. And she was um, the wife of an, the last emperor of Austria. It's very History is complex. And the history is part of the story. And um, I just really loved working on it. And I love the fact that I did it, and it's, it's there. It's called The Light in Trieste. Yes. Yeah, and as much as people love your Ellis Portal series, I really encourage them to look for The Light in Trieste because I simply loved that book. Oh, I thought it was you. just beautiful. It was really a work of art from beginning to end. Thank you and, so much. Uh, very moving about this, this figure who really was a figure of greatness in the literary sense. I mean, and yet she was a real person. He was a real person, and everything in the novel is is accurate, regrettably, because she had a I'm sorry, she had a tragic life, mm -hmm. and uh, her, her ending was tragic. But all of that is presented as close to fact as I as I could, mm -hmm. and uh, she was the wife of the last emperor of Austria. And uh, at the time, Austria was a very powerful place. It isn't anymore. But although I must say, I didn't want, <laughs> this sounds ridiculous, but it's true. I was once, before I wrote that book, on a bus ride through Austria. And I saw the people in the fields picking fruit and sort of harvesting, making a harvest, but not a professional harvest, a personal kind of harvest of fruit and vegetables. And it was so moving, so very moving. And perhaps, uh, it was many years later that I wrote The Light in Trieste, but perhaps the, that memory survived mm -hmm. and that feeling, mm -hmm. not so much the facts of the memory, but the feelings of the memory. Mm -hmm. I must say that's something that as a writer, I make use of, even now when I'm not actually working on anything, I make use of the memory of feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think human beings make use of the memory of feelings. Yes. And it's a very powerful exercise. Now, you taught writing for many years, didn't you? Time, yeah. Yes. And for those who don't know, Rosemary can give a master class in writing. It's not your everyday spitting out words. It's a, a beautiful working of the art of words. And uh, look for the light in Trieste. Look for The Midnight Boat to Palermo. Look for other works, especially in the Ellis Portal series. You're going to love them. Um, and uh, the, the other thing too, Rosemary, what I wanted to, to touch on here is we've been so fortunate to have you in our group. Just oh, so fortunate because you raise the timber of our work. You oh, know? So much. <laughs> no, you really, you really do. I don't say that as a as a, a form of flattery, you really do. Having someone of your caliber of writing in our group brings up the whole group. And I think we've got some tremendous talent 
Oh, and I think if it weren't led by people like yourself, it may not have come to the level that it has. It's wonderful that you, that I should say we have such wonderful writers in this group. I mean, it's just so impressive. And sometimes I look at the list and I have all the writers and I think, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you should never think that, Rosemary. You know, we all look up to you and your work so much. The whole body of work. For our listeners, look for Rosemary O'Berry. You're not going to be disappointed. Her name is spelled A-U-B-E-R-T. So look her up on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Rosemary. I really appreciate it. It's been an honor, and it's been an honor to be with you people all the time that I've been together with you. Thank you so much.